Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Monday. Welcome in to another edition of Tiger Talk. I'm Gerard Welbrock. We'll be visiting with the head women's coach at Fort Hay State, Tony Hobson, head men's basketball coach, Mark Johnson, both coming off a, a good weekend at home. They both go 2-0 and to start MIAA play. Now gearing up to hit the road for a couple of games. Friday, Saturday, back-to-back games due to graduations. They'll be playing in St. Joseph's Saturday afternoon against the Missouri Western State Griffins. And then Sunday afternoon, they'll be taking on the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats at Bearcat Arena in Maryville. We are Live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, the home of Tiger Talk. They've got all of the great barbecue items you could uh, certainly want for lunch and dinner. They're open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday. Uh, they got their own dry rub. They've got their uh, own sauces. So so uh, figure you can, you can figure out which ones you want. If you like the Texas sauce, maybe a, just a traditional barbecue, the, the hotter stuff, the Carolina, uh, they've got it all. Of course, we're in the old soda shop building, so they've got all the ice cream, ice cream treats and the soda fountain drinks. It's the best barbecue in town with their own special dry rub and your choice of different sauces, all at Big Smoke Barbecue. You can get your order to go. Go to BigSmokeHaze.com. Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. As we mentioned, good weekend for the Tiger men and women as they both pick up a pair of wins to start MIAA play. And we're joined by the head coach of the Tiger women, Tony Hobson. Congratulations, 2-0 start at home. And I know it wasn't two of the teams that traditionally battle for conference championships, but it was two MIAA teams. And as we've said before, all 22 count the same. And you got the first two under your belt this weekend. Well, I don't expect them to be up in the, you know, in the top tier of the conference. But like you said, you, there's still games you have to take care of, and and you want to play well and and try to build on what you have so far and try to improve some way as a team. And I thought we accomplished all those things. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. You know, it's obviously you want to win the games, but uh, I thought how you won the games played well. And and I know we talked before the game each and every uh, every broadcast, and, and we talked about conference play, and it just there's a different feel, and and you could kind of feel that with your team. And there's just a not that the intensity wasn't there earlier. You know, I think you felt it against Minnesota State and against West Texas and all that, but it's just different in conference play, and it just felt like they they elevated. We're just maybe locked in a little bit more. Well, I thought so, and I thought the the big difference on being able to win those games uh, with the margin we did instead of maybe a, a 14 to 16 point win. Uh, I, th- I thought our I thought our, our group that came off the bench, I thought um, was really locked in in both those games and actually extended the leads. Um, and, that, and that's the difference on if you, if you have a strong bench and they're playing with uh, more confidence, uh, a lot of times you can at least maintain the lead and sometimes even even gain on that and at the same time you're getting rest for your for your other kids so I, I was uh, I was happy with uh, most aspects of those two games. Got off to a great start against Northeastern State on Thursday night scored the first 11 I think you're up 13 to 2 and we kind of saw this 
against uh, Tabor College uh, right after Thanksgiving. You got off to the great start, and then they came back, and it was a game, and um, they made a little bit of a run, not a big, and then you hit the half-court shot at the end of the quarter from Megan, and then it was just, you know, just methodically just kept pulling away. Didn't seem to really let them get back in, give them any energy or hope that they're going to come back and maybe hang around and, and have a chance in the fourth quarter. Right. I, you know, that shot did, I don't know, it just kind of energized the, everybody on the bench and in the crowd. It woke everybody up, and and then we were kind of off to the races there in the in the second quarter, but... Um, we I don't know why we have a tendency to do that, jumping out to a, a good start. It, and, and that always has something to do with the other team, too. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's them messing up, you know, and then they just they start getting a few things right. And, or they just miss a couple shots to start, and then they hit a couple, you know. So there's always going to be a lot of ebbs and flows in a in a basketball game. And, and what you just have to guard against is just letting those streaks go very long, you know. Okay, they scored four straight. Let's end it there and not let it turn into eight or ten straight. And then that's when you have an issue. I think you scored, what, 18 uh, in that quarter. I think the four games in a row now, you've scored 18 or 19 in that first quarter. You've been getting off to, to really good starts here the last uh, four times out. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe we're getting settled in as far as the lineup goes. Uh, but we've had a couple lineup changes in that in that mm-hmm. time I, I think the main thing is is that we're just we're executing better and we're getting good shots I know uh on the Thursday night game I think we started out by I think Katie had two or three just where she didn't make them all but you just get a good shot and crash the boards uh, don't turn it over don't take a poor shot don't take a weak shot and so you we, we just try to figure out something where we can run that we're going to get where we're pretty sure we're going to get a decent shot and, and do that three or four times, and it seems to get us off to a better start. Nice to see Olivia Hollenbeck kind of find her own offensively. Uh, not that she'd been playing poorly, but she had really two good offensive games this weekend. Well, and you said not that she'd been playing poorly. She hadn't been, but for her, like uh, a mediocre game for her is poor. Right. Because she, you know, uh, she hadn't been playing as well as she as she has in the past. And uh, so that's, you know, Part of that is, you know, she sets the bar high for herself. So, you know, I tell her that's your fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're not playing terribly, but, um, you know, you've set the bar pretty high for yourself, and that's what we expect out of you every game. And I thought uh, I, I didn't – I wasn't necessarily too worried offensively she's going to get going, but I thought defensively she really picked it up uh, the last two games. And, uh, you know, I like it when – and when their five man can't shoot the three or doesn't very often, because I like, I like her to be able to wander a little bit in the lane. She's she's really intelligent on the backside defense. She can, she can uh, detect and anticipate plays coming, and she comes off her man well and makes a lot of steals and uh, really good at coming over uh, the post up and stealing it. Um, so I I was just happy with her activity. She was much more active and and looked more like her old self. 12 of 16 shooting on the weekend. You had to like that efficiency from her, and, and, and she usually does at a pretty high clip, but uh, this was uh, this was really good. Well, I, I think the last two years she's ended up the season shooting about 54%, and, and up until this past weekend she was setting at about 47, 46, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's a significant difference, and, and we talked about it, about her just, you know, being a little stronger and just finishing better and, and uh, she really took it to heart and had a, a great, a great week. I mean, when you can shoot 75%, uh, that's, that's great. That's you, pretty good. You, you want that. You know, if you can have a couple kids doing that, you're going to score some points. And, 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 her and her and Katie shot high percentages inside, and that opens up everything else. And then all of a sudden you see us scoring in the 80s when we're averaging yeah. 60. Now, part of that's your opponent. But part of it's the you getting the ball in the basket too, and the fact she's such a good free throw shooter. I mean, that's and I know it doesn't always happen with with post players, but man, because they're going to get banged a lot near the rim, they usually get to the free throw line a little bit more when they shoot the free throws like she does. That's just uh, that's that's uh, cream on the crop, so to speak. Yeah, well, she you know you can leave a lot of points at the free throw line if you're if your kid that's going there all the time shoots yeah, sixty two or three percent and. You know, she's over 80%, and Katie's up around 80, maybe a little over 80. So those two are those two are going to shoot more free throws than anybody else we have. And and for them to be that efficient, it just, you know, it makes the other team pay because 
having a, having a layup and getting fouled hard and going to the line and missing both free throws is kind of a buzzkill. You know, you're thinking you have a you've executed a play, you have a layup, you you don't get it because they foul you, and then you leave two points to the board. It's it can really really stop a rally. And she's so good at the end ones, and I think she had a, like three of them this weekend. And that's just you talk about the momentum that you, when you can finish those off, just keeps that momentum rolling. Yeah, and that the and ones is what we we've been lacking because yeah. she hadn't she hadn't been going ahead and going through the contact and scoring, and and uh, she was getting to the line. But I, you know, anytime you can have three instead of two, I'm going to take that. <laughs> you and you mentioned her de- defense. Defense overall as a team, it just felt like it was a little bit better. I know, as you said, some, it's the opponent, but it still felt like defensively this team is, has progressed and maybe had their best weekend this weekend. Well, I, I think so. Um, first of all, they're like, you know, they're, no, they're not, they're not going to be probably conference champions, but uh, Northeastern's kind of, they're goofy to guard. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not an easy matchup for, for anybody because they uh, run around a lot and they play small and they play five out and they set a lot of screens and cuts and um, we I thought we were more disciplined than we'd been and that that's what it comes down to in the first 20 to 24 seconds of the shot clock is just you have to maintain your discipline and not not get out of you know not get out of shape and uh, and I thought we did that much better uh, or you know and you know your freshmen are going to keep getting better defensively you you hope uh, and and then our other new players and uh, I I just see I thought Sydney Galladay's back into it defensively yeah. a little better than she had been uh, so you know you just combine that with me trying to get some some more minutes and and we accomplished that too where you can keep people fresh and when you can bring you know M off the bench for uh, four or five minute little spurts and and she's she's up garden hard and. And you know, Kate Dealsaver, I think, has raised her defensive level now to a to where she's if she can keep it up for four or five more games, she's we might have to start using that word elite, you know, where <laughs> yeah. they say an elite defender. And uh uh so she's she's really kind of I, I've talked to her several times about how a person can totally, you know, command a game and you don't have to even shoot the ball just by you can control the tempo and, and just uh uh, your team's your team's uh, energy just by playing really good D and, and running the floor, and she's she's really done that. Well, I think of Carrie Ann Shaw when you say that. It seems like every you you've always had one of those players who can score, but that's not. But boy, they can lock down and defend, and uh, that that is that is so so very important. Uh, and if you're going to have a team and with the expectations and to get to where you want to go, you need one of those. But yeah, if you start getting in that get mentioned with some of those players, you're you're, you're doing all right. Well, you know, it was Carrie Ann with that good team, and then um, the last couple years with our when we've won it, you know, it was kind of Bergman, Sydney yep. Bergman yep. was kind of that role where we never really. We never ever ran a play for her where she was going to score, but she'd score when she had the opportunity and she could. But it was just one of those energy, uh, tough kids, uh, just get no, just hard nose. Just you, you need to, or, or I don't know if you have to have one, but I can always find a place for one of those kids on the floor for me. Yep, no doubt, and uh, Butchard is, is nice and fun to watch. We are live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes. It is Tiger Talk, and, of course, you can submit your question. we got a few this week. We'll get to those a little bit later on. Uh, go to the Four Day State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on Fans. You'll get a drop-down menu there on the very, I uh, believe, bottom right side. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift card from Big Smoke Barbecue here on 8th and Main in Hayes. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Golden Bell Bank. Hey, your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, they want to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, you can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More with head coach Tony Hobson of the Fort A. State Women after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. 
people from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders. Vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Rebounded by Levy, out ahead to Ernie, heaves it from midcourt, it's good, it's good, and it'll count! Megan Ernie with a shot at the horn from midcourt, and it's 18-9. That will be the end of the first quarter. Yeah, it's all about those midcourt shots, gets everybody excited, and uh, you... She hit another one before halftime and then almost hit a third. I guess she didn't hit it. You got one before halftime. I think it may have been Sydney. Mm-hmm. And then Megan had a good look. She had to kind of rush it because the clock was winding down. You almost had three threes at the end of the first three quarters of the ball game. I don't know if I've ever seen that. That would have been remarkable if she hit that one at the end of the third. Well, the one before half, I mean, she wasn't even to half court. I mean, it was probably five, five yeah, six yeah. feet on the other side of half court. and. Uh, and there are not a lot of girls that are strong enough to get it, or people, period, yeah, girls or guys, to get it there with shooting form. I mean, it didn't like she threw it or no. she shot it. And we had a reenactment the next day. <laughs> oh, did you? Uh, just to, I said, I don't even think you can get it there. And the first time, and she, they passed it to her the same way. And the first time she hit the rim. <laughs> so I said, okay, we'll, we, we know what we're going to run if we need, we need that <laughs> shot at the end. And then Sydney hit a, you know, one six or seven feet outside the three-point line right before the second quarter so was over. So, yeah, those two, I don't know. It just it just gives everybody a, a lift and gets everybody into the game, including a crowd. Now, now we got to see your shoot-arounds, and I know that's one of the things uh, you like to do at the end of some of your practices is you, you work on the half-court shot. I know the team does, but you're pretty good at it. I mean, I've <laughs> seen you. Now, you may tire quicker than some of your team. <laughs> Not to uh, say you're getting older, but uh, you, you hold your own on that half-court shot. I don't, I don't ever practice it. I shoot, the first one I shot was at a shoot-around <laughs> this year, so... Sometimes I'm a little rusty. I, I, you know, and I'm not that good at it. the most I've ever made in a row is five. five so it's again, not still. a. It's not, I'm not that great at it. <laughs> but it is fun to watch if you uh, when you when they close out some of the practices. Tigers get a couple of wins this week, knocking off Northeastern State and Rogers State. Uh, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Again, stop on by for all of the greatest barbecue in town. Their own special dry rub, choice of different sauces, um, the pulled pork, the the brisket. Uh, it's all great stuff. They're open for lunch and dinner Monday through Saturdays, 11 until 8. You can also order to go. Big Smoke Hayes. Dot com Big Smoke Barbecue corner of Eighth and Main here in Hayes. Um, you got a big win, and then you come back with Roger State on on Saturday, a team that has struggled. However, a team that's actually played you pretty well. You remember the game was it two three years ago at Claremore where you had to really scramble to to win it, and they kind of hung with you a little bit uh, a year ago. But uh, again, took care of business in this one. Uh, shot the ball. 
fairly well, certainly well enough, and just another just good around, good overall solid performance by your squad. Yeah, I, I think we just we really took them out of it defensively again. They weren't getting very good looks, and um, and we didn't. You know, up until the last three minutes, we didn't really shoot the three mm-hmm. very well, but we were getting good shots inside and uh, with high percentage looks from our from our post players, and um, and that's where we that's where we want to go and where we will have to go probably to beat to beat most teams, uh, and and then Megan hit a few there right at the end to kind of liven things up. But <laughs> yeah. um, again, Roger State is one of those teams that is, uh, I think they will continue to improve i know they had to cancel a, an exhibition game just this year because they didn't have an they only had six kids healthy so uh not that long ago you know they were so they're they're just kind of getting going i think uh they're they're athletic and and pretty long at a lot of positions so um again it was one of those where you don't want to let up and i was worried that um we thought you know because i one thing i don't do with my i don't really yell wolf cry wolf very often with them and i just told him i says you're looking at about the same uh level of team as you saw uh yesterday and you can either have a similar result or you can stumble around and and make it close or uh so it's it's basically up to how you play and and that's about i was i was fairly close to right and our kids showed up and played hard and again i thought it was to our benefit that we had used a lot of kids on thursday and and we were able to kind of use that same rotation um, we we pressured them hard. They they struggled with that. I don't know if we'll be able to do that against right. all teams. We I don't think we want to against some teams, but um, just a good all around effort. And I thought we got the ball where it needed to go. We limited turnovers uh, for the most part. We get we get a little, you know, when things are going good and you're going up and down the floor, we get a little happy with ourselves sometimes and try some things we shouldn't. But still, when you're only I don't know what we had the first night. We had ten turnovers the second night. Uh, was it nine, maybe? Yep, nine. So if you can, you keep it down there around ten or nine turnovers when you're scoring in the 80s. Uh, that's the kids are doing a, a relatively good job of taking care of the ball. I was going to ask you about uh, the full court pressure because we've seen a little bit more of it. This team feels to be a little bit more equipped to do it, but as you said, I mean, you, you maybe don't do it all the time. But it seems like that. Something in the bag, I mean, you could pull out if, if you need to maybe a little bit more and be more effective this year than in years past just by the way the, the makeup of the personnel this season. Well, it seems to energize us on even in the half-court defense. It seems to energize us if we don't, uh, if we don't give up something easy uh, in the full court. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think we have that extra guard or two that you need, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the quickness, I think, is there. So, really, we wanted to a little in the past, uh, past couple years because we – uh, we thought it would help us, but we just we weren't deep enough, and and uh, had a couple kids that that really wasn't their forte. Uh, so this year, I think I think we'll probably be able to use it more when we want to, and uh, certainly uh, the kids enjoy it. Uh, you have to play more players to stay fresh, but uh, you know if you looked at I saw the a couple of the Rogers kids faces at the end, towards the end of the third quarter and they they'd had enough you know and it it just it not only physically is is a is a burden on players but if you can just keep that pressure up for 20 30 minutes uh, mentally it gets yeah. it just gets old it's like you know this is this isn't as much fun as of what it was supposed to be and I just I just don't like people to be able to walk it up and relax against it I just don't I just I don't like that so uh, I, th- I think a team just doesn't play as good when they're constantly thinking about somebody guarding them hard. Well, and even if it's not pressing to steal and get points, just to make someone have to work and not just walk it up at their own, yeah. you kind of dictate things a little bit defensively. Yeah, just so they have to pay constantly pay attention. You know, they can't they can't relax for five to six seconds coming up and take a deep breath and then boom, go into their offense. So you have to they have to be uh, focused and and sometimes uh, some players have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying in focus for 30 seconds of the shot clock. Jesse Salek had a big game Saturday for you. Uh, um, uh, scored what? Uh, trying to find her line there. Nine points, seven rebounds. And then you kind of touched after the game. She's gotten better, gotten better. But you kind of get now when she comes in. And she's a different player than Olivia, but you, mm-hmm. you still get great production. Not a lot of drop off of that post position. Well, yeah, and that's what that's what we've been going. I mean, I've. That's what I was hoping would happen eventually, and it and it has. It started happening last year yeah. too, but more so even this year. Uh, 
Jesse's main defensively, she's improved, but uh, the rebounding, she she will come get one now. And uh, sometimes when her and Katie both go after one, when Jesse wants it too, it kind of worries me. Uh, I don't <laughs> want one of them like getting hurt, but yeah. um, she's really improved her rebounding. And we run a lot more high post offense with her out at the high post because um, she, she's not she's not as good in the low post as Olivia scoring, but she gives us something out there because she's an excellent passer and she can shoot it from uh, out in that range uh, at a at a good clip, good enough to to let her shoot. Uh, so and and she's you know she she had to play in in high school she had to play guard she had to bring it against pressure some because of just necessity in a small school you know yeah. how that goes yeah. uh, so she handles the ball well so like the dribble handoff and the and the stuff we try to do in the in the uh, high post offensive stuff we do i think she's she's good at so we can kind of change change pace a little bit when she comes in if we want to run that we can uh, we usually run that with her and she had her first career three on saturday as well so that's always a nice added bonus tiger talk is brought to you by adams brown going above and beyond for you adams brown strategic allies and cpas we'll take a break we'll preview a big road trip first of the season for conference play it'll be a saturday sunday double dip against missouri western and northwest missouri state we'll do that next as we return to tiger talk here on the tiger sports network built by peter WC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Remember Christmas morning when you were young? The excitement when you opened up a gift and found a John Deere toy? BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt want to help pass that excitement to the younger generation, and they're making it affordable. Through December 31st, toys are 15% off. You save some green, and your child gets an awesome John Deere toy. 15% off toys now at BTI. Some restrictions apply. BTI John Deere, our family in partnership with your family. There's Ruddle up top to Hollenbeck. He's been big. Over here on the right side, Galladay. Sydney, a swing through the move. Baseball pass left corner to Saver. Now to Ruddle. Foul line, Hollenbeck underneath Wagner. She hits the left-handed layup. What a beautiful possession. They swung it right wing, left ream, top of the key, and then a layup for Katie, who has a dozen, and it's 54-27. to yeah, some nice offense on Saturdays. The Tigers beat Rogers State, now gearing up for the first conference road swing. It'll be a Saturday and Sunday games at Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri State. We'll preview that in a little bit, but first we had a question for the coach, and uh, someone noticed Sasha Koenig in a boot this weekend, able to discuss uh, the injury and uh, wh- what that means. Well, it's not good. Um, her foot had been bothering her for for weeks and you know the 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 thing about it is is we never we we haven't seen how how good she is Mm -hmm. because she's been battling that trying to play through it she's had part a little bit of pain in it for a year um i don't know if it's been misdiagnosed or what but anyway she will have surgery and be out for the season okay and hopefully we will get a a red shirt year back on her she'll still have three years to play uh we'll see how that goes but um, like I said, she she got to play some, but um, she hasn't been herself uh, really 
all all fall. Mm-hmm. It kept getting worse. She's a she gives us a little. She's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's and and that was probably part of the problem with her. She she just she was playing through it. Yep. She says, "No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm not going to sit out. I'm playing." And it kept getting a little worse and worse until finally we had to get it. Uh, she you know we got it checked out and um, and unfortunately it's a it's a, something that needs requires surgery I, I don't know the exact name for it but uh, it's on top of her foot and um, hopefully she'll be able to you know at least now she says well at least now I know yeah. um, so anyway uh, hopefully we get her back and she'll recover fully and be able to really help us in the next in the in the next few years all right on the road for the first time in conference play and Missouri Western on on Saturday, obviously uh, a big game with them after, you know, they beat you in the regional championship and then Northwest Missouri State. Uh, how much do you have to, I mean, revenge, obviously, for those who are part of it? I mean, do you, you talk about that or do you worry about that being too much of a focal point and not, you know, just doing what you have to do to get prepared for a ball game? Because I'm sure that, that I mean, it's human nature that's going to creep yeah. into everybody's mind because it's popped into my mind. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, it's in their minds. I I don't really think I need to talk about it because it's already there, and and there will be a little a little added oomph to the game. I think uh, it's so early in the conference season to have it be uh, anything more than that. But I I think you know our kids will will definitely um, will definitely want to win that one and uh, and play well because uh, you know it's a matchup of the region finals and um, a tough place to play, and they've proven that they're. They're solid again this year. They had an overtime win at Pitt, and then they took took Southern to the to the mm-hmm. to the wire uh, on both their home floors. So, uh, not only is it uh, a game where we'd like to win because of because of last year, but it's just a really important game because I do think Western will be up there in the top tier of of the of the conference team. So it'd just be a good road win to get. And then you have to come back back to back days. We talked about it with graduations. Uh, little wonky schedule this year but that'll be a challenge and both have to do it but you'll be on the road but it's something that i guess you can draw back on those early season classics you did it three weekends in a row so hopefully that kind of draws into play here yeah for well two two weekends in a row here we have to play on sunday i'm not big on playing on sundays for a variety of reasons but with this sudden need to have uh, uh winter graduations you know um everybody's conference schedule is messed up for for two weeks in a row so this week will be a, a, a two-nighter in a row. I guess next week will be two. But, uh, it, you know, it does do you some good that you had three weeks where, where we played mm-hmm. a Friday, Saturday. We've played the back-to-back game. So I don't, I don't anticipate that being a big deal. I also like being on the road one last night and where it isn't an advantage since we both play and, and all those things. Uh, I, I think it... I, I think on Sunday, if anything, I think it'd be a little to our advantage because I think we're a little deeper than the Northwest. But uh, they're at home, obviously. But still, um, they they play. Uh, we we both play tough teams the night before, and uh, so we'll just see how it goes. Um, but I I think if if anybody can be uh, we're as prepared as we right. can be for for those back to back games, and then you know moving on in the season. Like I said, next week we do the same thing. And then uh, conference tournament, you're always there. And uh, honestly, I'd rather play uh, in this league. I'd rather be a Friday-Saturday league anyway and play two nights in a row. Uh, but uh, that's probably not going to happen. Well, we'll see what happens. Should be a lot of fun. To, uh, two, two big road tests, and we'll see how your team responds. Have a great week of practice, and I guess we'll see you in St. Joe on Saturday afternoon. Okay. Well, thanks, Gerard. You bet. That's Tony Hobson again, the Tiger women. 1.30 on Saturday and 1.30 on Sunday as they take on Northwest Missouri Western, then Northwest Missouri State. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. You can order on the app, by phone, pick up delivery. Uh, he's tradition since 1970, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. Mark Johnson, head men's coach, joins us after the break. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. 
People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Santa may wear red, but his favorite color is green. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt is having a Christmas open house at each location. Refreshments will be served. There will be activities for the kids and Christmas specials. Santa and Mrs. Claus will be at each dealership from 3 to 5. Visit btiequip.com to see the open house schedule at each location. BTI John Deere, our family in partnership with your family. The only Christmas present that fits, feels, and looks right is a gift card. And the only gift card you should be buying this time of the year is from the Taco Shop. The Taco Shop gift card is perfect for anybody on your list. And while you're in to get those gift cards, take advantage of the specials. Pork nachos, $7.39. Poco pizza, $2.09. And the chicken burrito, $4.59. Come on down to the Taco Shop. It's a great time to stock up during holiday season savings from Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa 12-inch tool bag, $5.99. Milwaukee Speed Ratchet and Impact Driver Combo Kit, $269. Hopkins View Smart Trailer Camera, $159. Energizer LED Flashlight, 400 lumens, $24.99. Milwaukee 15-piece Drill Bit Set, $14.99. Police Security Rechargeable Pin Light, $23.99. Holiday savings at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14-K-E-Y-S Hayes. Here's Nanabu over on the left wing. Baseline Yachin plays to Hamaki, left elbow jumper. He put it in right over Bailey. Caleb Hamaki, a new career high, 34 points. The Tigers have scored all six in the OT. They lead 88 to 82. Yeah, some of the action from that thriller on Thursday night as Fort A. State knocks off Northeastern State. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, the corner of 8th and Main and Hayes. Come on out and join us. You can always order carryout, Big Smoke Hayes. Dot com best barbecue in town. We're joined now by Fort A. State head men's basketball coach Mark Johnson. Good start to conference play, but two thrilling games. And we kind of talked last week how we thought it would be that way and uh, completely opposite, <laughs> but two thrillers nonetheless. And give you guys credit, found a way to, to gut out a couple of wins in both of them. Yeah, the Northeastern game was a great game to watch. I mean, both teams played at a high level. Um, that's the first, That's it's been a while, it's been a long time. Uh, where our team has struggled to guard our opponent, mm-hmm. and we just could not we could not guard them. We couldn't stop them. Their guard play is really good. Um, you know, they go small, and then we play. That's that give and take. You know, then it's when you go that small to play offense, you struggle to guard defense a little bit. And we were we were really good offensively. That's as good as we played offensively in a long time. Uh, obviously, Caleb had that special special performance, thirty six points. Uh, was tremendous. Thought Gabe had his best offensive game uh, of his career. Thought B played well. Off- I mean, really everybody that that got in that game offensively played w- well. And kind of just have an Im- improbable win. Our guys just stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it. You know, you're down late in the game, um, forced a turnover, uh, and then took advantage of it, got it to overtime. And uh, just an emotional, you look at your team give our team credit in the fact you thought you won the game when Caleb made the three and then to have to go to overtime after that that's that's emotional draining especially um, after a lot of those guys have had to log a lot of minutes and we just immediately stepped right on them right in overtime and that's a testament to our guys and the resiliency really they've shown the last few years to, to just keep playing every possession. And maybe we'll talk about that, the, the, the ruling on that play, if you, if you don't remember, didn't see the game 
Uh, Caleb hits a three. There was a foul away from the ball. They determined the foul came before the shot. So wiped off the three-point basket and then you get the free throws and, and uh, got the one of the two to, to force the overtime. Um, what, what was the official's explanation? I mean, because it looked like they pulled on on, on uh, Biagi. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, it could have been an intentional foul. The guy just grabbed him and threw him down. It probably should have been an intentional foul. You also understand as an official <laughs> – you know, I I mean, because I, I don't necessarily agree when they say, well, you ref the game all 40 minutes the same. I, I'm not so sure about that. You right. know what I mean? So I don't know if you want the game to end on that. So I do understand that. And then you go into it's not when the ball's released. It's when you go in motion. And I think that was a judgment call. It was close. You could have gone either way with. I mean, he had technically, I think, maybe started his motion. But how quickly, you know, so I it was a tough call that they were put in a tough, difficult spot. And, uh, you know, went against us and. uh you know, except B made one of two, and then uh, to go to overtime, and uh, I thought our, again we just immediately went up six nothing, and and um, just held on from there. Yeah, Caleb, thirty six points. It's tied for the second most. I think I'd said at the time the most. Forgot about Rob Davis had a forty two point effort against Emporia State in there, but thirty six has been four of them do it. I mean, it's it's hard to do. I mean, it's at, at any level, and and you could just. As that game went along, you could just see he was feeling it and, and got confident. And, boy, when you get a player doing that, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, you know, when he's he was making his three and his pull-up, and then he's just so athletic, that's hard to, you know, because you, you once you have to get all the way out there on him like that and take that away, then he's going to blow by you. So, um, you know, a little bit the same thing we were having a problem with their guys, you know, the Perkins and the Cook and Bailey, they all – what sets up their drive and we couldn't keep them in front of us is how well they shoot the ball. You got you can't you can't give ground and back off of them because you're going to give up threes and and that's what Caleb does a lot of times to the other team and and he was on fire. He stepped back and and then he made his, his pull ups were really uh, were big and and he was uh, he was like I said uh, the word I would would use is he was special that that night for sure. You mentioned Gabe Peschel, 15 points, 11 boards, hit three or four threes. But he was, I mean, really good defensively. Maybe that is what gets lost in that performance. There's really no stats for what he did, but he took home one of their better players and held him well below his season average. I mean, he, he really had the trifecta in that game. Yeah, you know, he was good. I mean, the Christian Cook kid, we had to put him on him. He was their leading scorer and, and made the kid uh, take a lot of shots to get his points. And, and, you know, Gabe does that every night. I think the problem we're having, you know, we had Gabe and uh, – you know, Nigy last year and what's happening. I feel like Caleb's really made a jump defensively. The issue with Caleb, you don't want to put him on Rashad Perkins because we can't afford him to be in foul yeah. trouble. You know what I mean? So you can't put a good defender necessarily. You know, last year we could do that with Nigy, and Caleb wasn't to the level defender. I really, like I said, I think Caleb's really improved his defense. He's athletic. But it's, that's that What problem we're having is um, you, we can't afford him to get in any type of foul trouble whatsoever for us to win. And so we couldn't put him on the Perkins kid, and that kid was hard for us to guard, and we couldn't keep him in front of us. Well, Tigers got the win, then had to come right back around and play Rogers State, and we knew it was going to be a grind them out type of game. It certainly proved to be that way, and Four-day State finds a way to win that one. We'll talk about that. We'll preview the weekend. Tigers at Northwest Missouri or Missouri Western, then Northwest Missouri State as uh, the first semester quickly ri- uh, coming to a close. Tiger ba- or Tiger uh, Tiger Talk and Tiger Basketball, for that matter, brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTIEquip.com. That's BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. More with Mark Johnson after the break on the Tiger Sports Network. Built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at HazeMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HazeMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, HazeMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. 
At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Midwest Energy offers two opportunities for high school students. Current high school juniors can apply for the youth tour where we send two students for a one-week all-expenses-paid trip to Washington, D.C. in June of 2023. High school seniors may apply for one of 10 $1,000 scholarships. There's no GPA requirement and the application process is easy. To apply, visit MWEnergy.com and click on Youth Tour and Scholarships underneath the Community tab. Applications are due January 31st. Midwest Energy, a customer our own cooperative, making energy work for you. Hamaki directing traffic, dribbling in front of the Tiger bench. Gets a screen from Davis. Hamaki bottled up, up to Janshin. He'll fire up a three. Good! He knocked it in! Beyond Janshin! 14! B with just his fourth three of the year! His first of the night! 91-84! What a shot! What a time for the Icelander! Yeah, that was a big-time play. Probably the dagger in that game when B hit that three. And he seems to be looking maybe a little bit more to shoot the three. He's obviously shown he's he's capable of that. And, and, and we talked afterwards, he and Gabe, just, they're, they're, they've, they've given you more offensively. And obviously, uh, with uh, Jared graduating, you needed someone to step up. And, and so far, by and large, he's been, he's been able to give you a little bit more lift on the offensive end of the floor. Yeah, we just we needed those guys. They couldn't have be four-point-a-night guys like last year. You know, they had to be able to step up their game. And I think they have. And I think B's just getting a little bit better. Like B, he missed the entire uh, preseason with a concussion. And, and so he's just kind of rounding into form, I think, a little bit. And hopefully he continues to improve a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, and same thing with Gabe. You know, Gabe just at times, like, uh, he was so aggressive early in the game against Northeastern, you felt like he reverted back to start of the Rodgers game. It's like, <laughs> you know, he just sometimes doesn't have that about him or just hesitates, is unsure offensively um, to be aggressive. And we we have to have him be more aggressive, him and be both than they were a year ago. Well, talk about the Rodgers game. <laughs> Uh, complete opposite. Two to two at the under five media timeout. You could kind of tell now, and, and I don't think it was terrible off. I thought both teams were really getting after it and making it difficult, uh, but uh, it was a low scoring grinder. And boy, and all those games are nerve wracking because every possession, even if it's five minutes into the game, it just holds so much weight because there weren't a lot of possessions. Yeah, for every time we play Rodgers, that's what it looks like. Uh, you know, we. Um they play hard, we play hard, they make it hard for you to score. I feel like we make it hard for you to score. And then a little bit what you were concerned with, you know, we had to come back after an emotional win, and some guys had their career games. And the only you know analogy I can make it to you hear about in golf all the time, it's hard to a guy goes out on the PGA Tour, shoots a 60. Well, it's hard to come out the next day and do it again. And, and I thought, you know, Caleb just was off. You know, he didn't shoot the ball well. But, I mean, that's just kind of percentages tell you you're not going to make everything – you know, three times, whatever it is. And, and I, you know, so you kind of, I think the emotion of the game, um, and then you just, it's just naturally happens. You're not quite as on as you were the last time you were out there. And so a combination of both, um, you know, Ian didn't play and, uh, that, uh, changed a little bit. Gilbert got in foul trouble. Um, so we, I thought we spread them out the second half and, and uh, our guy, our guys did a really good job. It's not something we've worked a little bit of practice of calling, you know, 50s is five out. We haven't done a ton of it. I thought we were really good at it, uh, and d- our guys did a great job. We're, we, you know, Ian, uh, we got some stuff, imagery today. He's going to be out a while, so, I mean, that's something we're going to have to run a little bit more of and spread people out. Uh, but can we rebound and can we defend inside? You saw late in the game. We just could not guard the, the big kid, and more importantly, we couldn't get the rebound to close the game out in, in regulation. We just let that game last another minute longer than it needed to. Well, I, I went back today and checked. By the way, you hit 10 of 10 free throws. The last minute 40 took almost 14 minutes to play. Yeah. And they started to foul early. And give you guys credit. That's not easy to do. You made every one of them. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean Caleb was a big part of that. Elijah shot his free throws well. And all that, and you got to finish. That's how you finish games. I mean, 
Um, I know it was an eight point. It just went from eight to ten, eight to ten, eight to ten. But how you close those games out when you have a lead is, is, is don't don't turn it over, and you have to make free throws. And it's good. Usually your guards are the ones that yeah. have the ball in your hand, their hands, and you got to have them. And Caleb, uh, you know, he had missed only one all year, and he had that uh, kind of important. We were up eight with. I don't know what it was, six and a half, whatever. He kind of those two two free throws misses kind of let them hang around, and he didn't let that affect him. He just came out in the last minute and made them all. You mentioned Elijah. Um, I thought he he played. He scored fifteen and 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 had a game. And just like he's he, he's elevated his game a little bit. It just seems like you see more more aggressiveness, looking to score more. He was looking to shoot that mid range, and he's been able to hit a few more threes this season. But it just feels like he's made a nice progression. Yeah, you this know, year. he's got an unusual game in the fact he's not the most athletic guy that gets to the rim time and time again, and he's not a great three point shooter. What he normally is in practice every day and for his career here, he is a tremendous mid range shooter. Mm-hmm. And he's been struggling with that, I think, with just the nerves, whatever, whatever, you know. But I thought he finally shot his mid-range shots against Rodgers like we've seen him for two years every day do it. Like I said, he's really a high-level uh, 15 to 17-foot jump shot. And that's kind of got to be his game because, he's, like I said, he's, he's just okay from three. And he's not just Jaheim or Caleb quickness speed where he just gets to the rim, gets to the rim. He's got to get his guy off balance, two dribbles, get that defender moving back, and then he's got a great mid-range game. And uh, hopefully that get a little more consistent. He gains a little confidence in it. Which kind of is a lost start in today's battle. I mean, it's either at the rim or you're shooting threes. You, you, you don't, a lot of guys just can't shoot that as well anymore. There's no question. I mean, you don't. It's uh, the game has become, uh, I mean, even defensively for us, I mean, we're trying to take away layups and threes. We haven't really done as good a job at the three-point line this year as we did a year ago. Uh, but, yeah, you want to make them take tough uh, twos, and I think that's what makes Northeastern good. The Cook kid and the Perkins kid, they can all hit those mid-range games, those mid-range shots. Hagen Hilgendorf, uh, because of uh, the injury to uh, to um, to uh, Inaruna, and then and then also uh, in that game that uh, Trajan Davis didn't really play in the second half, uh, Hagen had to play a lot of minutes, 18, almost 19 minutes, had five rebounds, and that's obviously a, a, a good thing for him and hopefully an area that he can continue to improve on because he's probably going to have to see a few more minutes here for a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Trey got hurt. He hurt his hip. I mean, uh, we're fighting some of him, Gabe, and we just got some things uh, we got to get through here. But, uh, yeah, with Ian out, um, we're going to have to eat up some minutes and, uh, you know, I thought he struggled guarding Joey, but yeah. Joey's one of the better bigs in the league. That's going to happen. What I was most happy with him and proud of him is I did thought he, comp- he competed on the glass and, what, he had five rebounds or something like that, and, and that's a big part of winning late in the game is, you know, I always say I've never seen a really good team be a bad rebounding team. It doesn't go hand in hand, uh, but you can be an average rebounding team throughout the game but the last five minutes of a game, you have to be able to rebound. And and that's where we probably are going to miss Jared the most is the last five minutes. And that's what Ian, you know, people watch Ian since we've been on this homestand. They've seen a hurt Ian. They don't understand that how big a loss that is. And we, it hurts us right now without him being out there offensively scoring points, being healthy. But even when he was hurt, he could defend and rebound. And, uh, you know, now you take him out of there, Jared being graduated, and now Ian not being in the lineup. And we're going to play two really physical big teams this weekend. Uh, rebounding, uh, I hope, doesn't show a concern. But that is obviously a big concern this weekend. Well, we'll find out. Tigers on the road. They'll be in St. Joe on Saturday afternoon taking on Missouri Western. They got a couple of big road wins this weekend. And uh, Northwest Missouri State, the defending champs, number one again in the polls uh, on Sunday. Tiger Talk is brought to you in part by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion. It's all right here. No need to travel far uh, with Hayes Orthopedic Institute, where they do their best to help you regain your best moves. We will take another break. Be back with more. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. 
Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Imagine one of your favorite moments, something truly good. This holiday season, it's time to focus on the positive. And Next Tech is here to help you share more of what makes life good. Experience and enjoy more of the memories, traditions, and good times with three months free of any Next Tech service. Plus, current customers can upgrade a service without a price boost for the first three months. This holiday season, find more of your good when you visit nexttech.com slash the good. The only Christmas present that fits, feels, and looks right is a gift card. And the only gift card you should be buying this time of the year is from the Taco Shop. The Taco Shop gift card is perfect for anybody on your list. And while you're in to get those gift cards, take advantage of the specials. Pork nachos, $7.39. Coco pizza, $2.09. And the chicken burrito, $4.59. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Ball taken away by hand, period. Kent Rogers State turnover. Here come the Tigers. Hammocky with five seconds. Lobs it underneath the Yanshin. B goes up and scores it right at the horn. It sat on the lip and crawled in. And Forte State turns a turnover into a bucket. And they'll take a two-point lead into the halftime locker room. That was right before the end of the first half on Saturday. Four-day state goes on to knock off the Rogers State Hillcats by 10, 65 to 55. Now hitting the road for the first time here in the conference play. And it's a unique back-to-back. We talked about it with Tony Hobson Saturday, Sunday, the swing through Missouri Western and uh, Northwest Missouri State. You did this early down in, in Oklahoma, had the, ba- the back-to-back games in the same same location. You'll have to have a little bit of travel, which I guess helps. It's only a 30-minute drive or so. But but obviously something unique you don't have in the MIAA. Normally you have that, the day off in between those road games. Yeah, you know, um, we did it in the RMAC all that time. You do it in the postseason. I think at our level, <clears throat> I mean, I would prefer back-to-back games. You know, we, we focus more on ourselves than the other team. Obviously, there's a scouting report. Obviously, you adjust a few things. But, I mean, you you do what you do. And, um, you know, I, I, how much of a factor, I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be um, – but it's less, you know, it's good and bad. I mean, you don't have as much time to prepare, but then you're not on the road. And I always feel like the longer you're out on the road, the more that that affects your team. So it is what it is. I mean, um, we just go and play and see how we do. Well, Missouri Western for two big road wins for them. Uh, uh, pretty impressive over Missouri Southern. Had uh, the, the hard fall to win over Pittsburgh State. Obviously uh, a good team. And, and boy, it's been a tough place for four-day state to play down in St. Joe at the NWSU Fieldhouse. It has. And, I mean, like, you know, all the road trips are hard in MIAA. But I, I would say for us, this is arguably, you're, you're, you know, you're, the good and bad, you're getting your toughest road trip, I guess, out of the way early. <laughs> And the fact that uh, you're playing Northwest Missouri, which uh, um, I, they haven't missed a beat. In some ways, looking at them, I'm worried they're ever bit as good or better. They have more options this year. It's not just key on Trevor Hutchins, as great as he was. I think they have more guys that make it harder to guard. Uh, they're probably a little bigger, and, and they're going to make it harder on you know. So obviously, that's a hard that's a hard game. And then Western, you know, Western was a good team last year. COVID, even though it was two years ago, we think of COVID. COVID really hurt. That takes shut the program down for two weeks, and we hit them at the right spots. They're big and physical. I think not having Ian makes us smaller, and 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 uh, that'll be a factor this week. I think we're playing two of the bigger, more physical teams that we will face all conference season. And you could even tell at the end of the game, I mean, against Rodgers, mm-hmm. you know, how just undersized. And, and that's why we're a good defensive team is how big we are and how physical we are. You take that away, and that's how we win is on defense. So you're concerned it's a bad timing a little bit for us. But, uh, you know, our guys just kind of find ways, and they'll battle. And, and uh, hopefully our, our guys will do what they do. If we play well, we'll win. If we don't play well, they'll find a way to give them a chance, themselves a chance to be there at the end. So do you have to – I mean, you – 
I guess the good news, you have a week before you play from your, your last game, knowing you're going to be smaller. Do you, do you time to, to maybe restructure, go about how you're going to attack and on the offensive and defensive? Yeah, you know, I think more so the biggest factor is defense. You know, we, we when we're big, we don't really have to do a whole lot of thought about how we're going to post help. And now when you post help, there's two ways to break the defense down. You either dribble it in or you throw it in. And then that causes pressure on your defense. I mean, so uh, people are going to throw it in against us. And now how do we scramble out? How do we double team? How do we work? So we're going to have to work. We're working on some ways that we're going to have to guard. the. Even with Western, the Tay Fields kid this year is playing the two and the one at times. So even if we were still had Ian, that's going to put pressure on our guard. They're going to post us through our guards, and we got to scramble around. Northwest does the same thing. Isaiah Jackson, they're using their point guard a lot of time to facilitate their offense through the post because he's a big point guard. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be more of a factor on defense and how we, we scramble around and guard differently. Caleb's logged. He will put 43 minutes Saturday, 40 minutes on you know, on Thursday's game. He's been over 38 four times. Uh, do, do you try to find ways to give him a few more? I mean, he's one of those you kind of have to have out there on the floor. And I know some people it's just it doesn't matter. They're they're physically capable to do that every time out. Yeah, we're lucky. He's a guy that can keep playing. I mean, I think it's more about how you manage his practice minutes. I just don't think we're going to be able to get him out of the game. Our games are too close in in, in the MIAA. Uh, they're hard to win, so it's probably more how you manage the off days and more so than game day. That sounds good. Well, have a good week of practice. We will see you in St. Joseph on Saturday. All right, thanks, Rick. Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers again. Saturday, Sunday, the doubleheaders for the Tiger men and women. One thirty and 3.30 both days. Saturday in St. Joe against Missouri Western. Sunday in Maryville against Northwest Missouri State. It's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. One programming note, we have one more program next Monday, then we'll have a little break for Christmas and New Year's and restart those programs up after the first of the year. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and our host, Big Smoke Barbecue, the corner of 8th and Main and Hayes. So long, everyone.